Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Skipping School. So Lila, Bramble, and Dinky crossed the Great Bridge, now that it was troll-free, and they traveled along the road until they came to the city of Colinia, Lila's hometown. Lila said, okay, let's go to my old school to see if we can find a map of the lake that can show us exactly where the desert is. When they got to the school, Lila's old headmaster said, Lila, there you are. You've missed so much school. Now hurry up inside so you're not late for math class. Lila said, um, I'm not going back to school. Of course you are, said the headmaster. You're a kid. You're too young to work, so that means you have to go to school. But me and my friends do have a job. We're heroes. The headmaster said, that's not really a job. But haven't you heard of us? We stopped the Great War. We're the Fortunate Four. The headmaster shook her head sadly. Oh dear, you can't even count correctly. There's only three of you, not four. See, you do need math class. Now send your pets on their way and run along inside. I'll be waiting. And then she turned and walked back into the school. Come on, said Lila to Bramble and Dinky. Let's go to the governor's mansion. Maybe she can help us. So they walked through the town to the governor's mansion on the hill. The governor herself came out to greet them. Well, she said, if it isn't you three, I heard about what you did for the world. Please accept my thanks on behalf of a grateful nation. Lila said, thank you. If there's ever anything you need. Well, actually, said Lila, we were wondering if we could have a boat and a map. Bramble said, and maybe some supplies. Like donuts, said Dinky. The governor frowned. Whatever for? Shouldn't you be back in school, little one? No, said Lila, we're on a quest. Mickey the mystic himself gave us this task. Oh, him, said the governor. Well, Mickey has certainly been a great help to our peoples over the years, what with all his predictions and visions and songs such as they are. But he's gone round the bend, I'm afraid. He's not really right in the head anymore. I don't know if I'd believe anything he says. Ah, said Lila. Haven't you felt the time quakes? The what? Never mind. Just then there was a great fanfare of trumpets. The governor looked up and said, Oh, now run along back to school, Lila. The Green King is coming for a visit. Lila and her friends saw a great entourage heading through the streets of the city. At the head marched Cork de Lork, the Green King. He stopped when he saw the fortunate four, and he gave a little speech. He said, Here, peoples of Colinia, are the three great heroes who stopped the war. Hooray! cried the people of the town. And Lila rushed forward to the Green King and said, Your Majesty, my friends and I are trying to embark on another quest to save the world. Mickey the Mystic himself has given us this important task. Mickey the Mystic? said the king, frowning. Is he still up to his old tricks? Not really, said the governor, stepping forward. Mickey's become increasingly irrational. We hardly ever consult him for anything anymore. And those children need to be in school, cried the headmaster, emerging from the crowd. But we don't have time for school, said Lila. We're trying to cross the great desert so we can reach the ocean on the other side. Ocean? said the Green King. But there is no ocean. 
I told you these kids need schooling, said the headmaster. They think there's something beyond the great desert of Kuala. But as everyone knows, the desert marks the southern edge of the world and ends in the weird lands. There's nothing past the desert. True enough, said the governor. Now run along, children. The king is here for an important dinner. Please listen to us, cried Lila. And at once the jewel on the crown of life, the space crystal, flared bright, sparkling, as if it wanted to jump off the green king's head and into Lila's arms. Ooh, said everyone in the crowd, for they all knew a sign when they saw one. Then the world shook, and the air quivered. Everyone was filled with a nauseating sense of deja vu, and the sun turned blue for a moment and wobbled on its axis. And that, said Lila, is a time quake. Uh, perhaps, said the Green King, per- per- perhaps it would be wise to listen to these children again. Perhaps, said the governor, who was visibly shaken. Great, said Lila, we need a boat and a detailed map of Long Lake Kessler. Okay, nodded the governor, we can do that. And we'll need some supplies, said Bramble, rope, food, medicine. Of course, replied the governor. And some gold, maybe, said Lila, just in case we need to buy stuff. Sure, said the governor. And some donuts, said Dinky. So the fortunate four were outfitted with supplies and given a little sailing vessel. They named their ship the Tadpole, since it was so cute and vaguely pollywog-shaped. They sailed away from Colinia Harbor and onto the huge lake heading south, and everyone in town cheered them on. Hooray! Good luck! Thank you! The governor watched as the tadpole sailed out of the harbor. She frowned and turned to the Green King. I wonder if we should have sent some warriors with them or something. Well, it's too late for that, he replied. Now, let's start that dinner, shall we? Well, that's the end of the story, Skipping School. The next story is called Cannonball Eddie. Goodbye.